0: Thank you for joining us for another power-packed message from Pastor Sharat Yelassiri Brought to you by the friends and partners of Eagle Mount Church Transforming believers into eagles who can soar above every mountain that may stand in their way Empowering them to be leaders for their generations We hope that this message will transform you Get ready to soar
1: And welcome to Eagle Mount's Friday Forward. I am so happy that you are joining. You know what? Go ahead and do what we always ask you to do. Invite some of your friends. Put this up as your status. Put this up as your story. Participate with us and you know, share this with friends and family who will definitely benefit from what we are teaching you today. Friday Forward is meant to push you forward in life. As a Christian, as a believer, is supposed to be the head and not the tail. In that way, Friday forward is to. It talks about things that are uh, understated, underquoted, and uh, not really focused much. So we talk about these things, and we would like for you to be uh, momented forward. Okay, I, I'm just making up words and terms so that my 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 thoughts will be articulated to you. Um, before we start, I just like to bring to your notice that there might be a little bit of a disturbance from our end because there is a lot of construction happening all around the place that we are recording. So please bear with us, forgive us, we are still improving our studio, it is much better but definitely uh, there will be some small noises that you will have to bear with us. So, that brings me to my next point that I always share. Beware that nothing distracts you. Nothing pushes you away from what you are focusing on and what you are focusing on right now is the word of God. So let nothing uh, distract you. If there is potential distractions that are going to come, just put them and do not disturb or something like that. Make yourself fully available for God to minister to you through me. So let us just pray. Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you Lord for we have viewers whoever are watching Lord, from wherever they are watching, I pray that Lord Jesus, you will minister to them through me. You will work in them through me. You will speak and you will start a good work in them because of the words that are being transferred uh, to them through this medium, Father. I pray that Lord Jesus, your spirit will start a good work in them and will lead it to completion and they will submit to your work that you are doing in their life thank you father we love you we praise you in jesus precious name i pray amen 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 thank you so much okay so let us jump right in we are going to be talking about behavior control behavior control is something that is uh, understated okay um you I'm, I'm sure you know when we uh, when we go outside or when we do some things right our parents or our, our teachers or somebody amongst our friends, they say, hey, you know what, control yourself. Control yourself. You are doing a little too much. All of these things are understated and they are very sensitive to talk to people face to face. And people, there is more offense taken often than offense meant. And because people take offense so much, because of this taking offense happens, uh, when people take offense, they kind of shut themselves to all kinds of correction. The moment you have taken offence, that is the moment that you have stopped change. The moment you have taken offence, that is the moment you have stopped uh, considering other perspectives. The moment you have taken offence is the moment that uh, potential life-changing words or life-changing sentences or perspective-changing sentences are shut outside. So that is why it's very sensitive and understated and you can't really talk about all of this Directly, and unless you know that person very well. So, you are in behind the camera, I am in front of the camera, and we are going to be talking about some things that might cause you some offense. But you should know that I don't mean it personally to you. You should know that these are for you to consider a different perspective to push you forward this Friday. So, that's why Friday forward. Yeah. Okay, so we are going to be talking about James chapter 4. That is our main text. It has been for the couple of days, okay? So James chapter 4, we all know, if you, if you were in front of me, I would ask you to say the verse with me. But since you are not in front of me, I am going to say it again. It says, Submit therefore yourselves to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. The immediate next verses say, You know what? God resists the proud and he gives grace to the humble okay i will repeat that again if you are in front of me i would have taught you this verse too but still you can learn this verse okay james chapter 4 says submit therefore yourselves to god resist the devil and he will flee from you and also the next uh, following verses say god resists the proud and gives grace to the humble in other different other translation it says god opposes the proud god opposes the proud so here check this out you know submission requires humility submission requires humility right if you want to submit under somebody or something it requires for you to be humble before that person it requires for you to be humble in that presence okay so now here If you are not humble, that means you are proud and because you are proud, you are not willing to submit. You understand? And the moment you are not willing to submit, it is definitely and 100% because of pride. That's what the Bible says. And because you are proud, God opposes the proud. You know that pride is the root of all evil? Yes. Pride has the definite, it is like the root of all evil. You know why? Because the devil is the creator of evil and he i mean the devil was created because of pride he created the sin right he see the thing with us is the thing with uh, humans is god knows that we by ourselves have not created sin that is why we are eligible for mercy because we have been influenced by the devil but the devil himself Did not, was not influenced, he was surrounded by everything good, but he has birthed pride and he has birthed evil, thus becoming the father of evil, father of sin. Right? We got that. And how did that sin come forth? It's because of pride. So, that is why we know that the three fundamental sin-defining characteristics are, as the Bible states, one, the lust of the eyes, two, the lust of the flesh, And three, the pride of life. The pride of life consists of everything other than uh, lust, you know, because lust is the other defining sin characteristic. So now, fine, pride. If you are not humble, that means you are not submitting. And if you are not submitting, that means you are proud. And if you are proud, that means God is opposing you. Did you know that God is against the pride? It comes across harsh. But try to understand, okay, that means how many times have we acted in pride? Have we, uh, you know, Pride does not necessarily mean, hey, look at me, how cool am I? That is, that is not the only factor of pride. You can also be proud when you are treating somebody at a tiffin center or when you are treating somebody at a restaurant in, like as if they deserve to be treated like that, like as if you deserve to be treated like a king. You know, when your words are talking differently than what you actually are. When your words are hurting somebody else, that's when you have become officially proud. So I don't think I need to explain more of pride to you because we have half an hour with Friday Forward, but you get it. So now, submission requires suffering. Submission requires suffering. Okay. First, just kind of understand that. Submission requires suffering. And suffering is not for uh, things that are, um you know oh this spiritual warfare no suffering in yourselves by yourselves. you know because we know and we have understood by uh, if you have followed eagle mountain if you have followed friday forward we know that god calls the strong in the faith to serve the weak in the faith right so if you are strong in the faith it is not calling you to be okay now brother you can be proud officially no it calls you to brother now be servant now so now that you have become a leader now become a servant now that you have grown ungrow yourself now that you have grown bring yourselves lower see the the see that's why you need to understand christ was only exalted name above all names king of kings lord above all uh, lords you know why because he has humbled himself to the place of coming to that's what the bible says please go read your bible and you will find that god because christ has uh, christ had uh, uh, sorry, that the word I, I'm just trying to phrase the Bible. Christ has rendered his obedience unto death, to the obedience of uh, his father, and that is why, because of that obedience, that submission, and that humility, what did God his father do? He had exalted him name above all names, Lord of Lords, Kings of Kings, and what else has every dominion, power, might, and every name that is being named has come under jesus christ that is why at his name devils flee at his name mountains tremble at his name heavens rejoice why because he had humbled himself so now the more he was the son of god but the only the only time he had gotten actually the whole thing under him was when he had brought him down so growth has to be defined by humility Growth is defined and seen and understood and sensed and tasted and transmitted and felt when you wear humility as a coat. When you wear humility as a coat. Now here, submission requires suffering. Submission requires suffering. Suffering. You know why it requires suffering? Because we know that uh, when we uh, do a few things, right? Control yourselves. Control yourselves is all the some something that we, our parents told us. You know what? Control yourself. Why? It is for the good of somebody else. Control yourself. It is for the good of them. It control yourself. It is for the good of you itself. So in behavior control, in behavior control, uh, in behavior control, when you are controlling yourself, it is not for the good of you. Okay. It is not for the good of the people who see you to think good of you. No. But it is for the good of you to the benefit of others. Understand? Behavior control is not for the good of you for others to see and think, oh, he is a good guy. Behavior control is not for you to be uh, humble and serving and all of that and for people to have an impression which is good because of your the way you're presenting yourself. But no behavior control in today's context is the is the good of you for the benefit of others so that means you are controlling yourself for the benefit of others you can benefit yourself when you when you uh, un, i mean uncontrol yourself when you don't actually control yourself don't put a leash on whatever you're talking don't put a leash on the way you're acting it is beneficial for you but submission to god calls to submission to his people, especially those who are weak in faith. Therefore, because you have grown in knowledge, grown in faith, grown in the understanding of God, it now calls you to obedience unto death, not unto the death of Christ. So that is why you have to participate with the death of Christ. Sometimes you are pressured and felt like, I am just not being myself. I just can't be myself. Yes, God was not being his full... Jesus Christ was not his full divine nature as he would have been in heaven. No, he was fully man and fully God. And when he was on earth, he felt like you. He felt hunger like you. He felt thirst like you. And yet, he could have been God. So when he had rendered his obedience unto death on that cross, Christ calls you unto the same obedience why for the benefit of others when you have the freedom to not control yourself when you have the freedom because you don't need to because there is because you have heaven 100% after you are dying you are going to heaven but how is your behavior benefiting the other person for you to act the way you want to act I don't know if my, my things are making sense to you but here is the thing submission calls to suffering and you know what submission i'll tell you why submission calls to suffering submission calls to suffering because submission is not agreeing if if uh, because when you are in a social circle when you are in a people you don't necessarily agree with the other person you don't necessarily agree with whatever he's saying but still, you submit to whatever he had said, whatever was rendered to you, because you honor that person. See, let us talk about hierarchies now, okay? Maybe you are in a company, maybe you are in church or something like that, working for a ministry, okay? If you are, let's say, just, let's just say, you are working in a worship team and the worship leader, okay? Because that's, I think, one of the most, or the Sunday school ministry. If the worship leader says something that you disagree with, fine, it is disagreeing. Fine, he does not have a point. Fine, yes. But your maturity, your growth has to be shown in submission to his thing because you don't agree with him and because you don't want to do what he is telling you to do. It, it pains you but still submission calls for suffering for the benefit of the leader. Submission calls for suffering for the benefit of the weaker pain. That is when you will be exalted. Not at that moment maybe, but surely enough. You will be. People will notice what you are doing. And you know what submission is not? Submission is not being forced. Submission is not forceful. So you when are disagreeing with a leader, because you now submit, bring yourself under, put your body under, put yourselves under certain leadership because you yourself have acknowledged him as a leader, her as a leader or something of that sort. If you bring yourselves under them, you know what happens in that case? Even if you disagree with them, you've got to obey them. You have to submit to them. That's what you have agreed to do. The moment you rebel, that is the moment God is rebelling against you too because we have read that God resists or in fact opposes proud you can have a discussion definitely but hey, submit that is the first call to action and now submission involves suffering because you don't disagree with him i mean sorry you don't agree with him you don't agree with him you disagree with him you don't want to do what you're doing and the behavior there is for you to control yourselves towards rebellion don't rebel control yourself contain yourself Control that anger, control that frustration. Don't go tell around people how bad that leader has been towards you. Don't go tell around people, hey, that leader is not known. The leader is your leader for a reason. Your father is your father for a reason. He may not know the things that you know. Your mother is a mother for a reason. She may not think of the things that you are thinking the way that you are thinking. But still, if she, he calls you towards obedience, Your responsibility is to obey. Even if you disagree, it is to obey. Even if you have 125,000 points to prove them wrong, you are still called to obey. There is no, no exception but obedience in that moment right there. And you know what? Your parents should not have to force you. If they are forcing you, that is still pride. Because you are holding yourself still... um, in a place of resistance towards obedience. But then if you obey in disagreement without force, that is when God gives grace to the humble. Are you understanding? That is when God, give, God gives grace to the humble. Remember Christ, when he was there in the garden of Gethsemane, we have a few minutes now, he bowed his head down, his sweating blood, you know actually we have an uncle in our church okay he's uh, he's pretty old and this uncle uh, had a, a situation okay he was uh, he had a heart situation and uh, he was taken to the hospital and um, my father because he's uh, from my father's church my father's gone to the hospital with him too at that moment his blood pressure was insanely high okay it was in insanely high. And at that moment the doctor saw, my father saw Uncle David sweating blood from his head, sweating blood from his head. We could see his full, glorious white head up getting red, red, red. And that was a result of full, I'm telling you, full high blood pressure. He's fine now. And we asked him, how was that experience? He said, my head hurt, my body hurt, I didn't feel a thing, I just want to die. At that moment he was saying, hey, I, ju- I just wanted to die. Remember Christ, when he knew that him to be humble, him to obey God, his father, required him to suffer. And you know how much Christ was suffering? He wasn't even at the cross. He wasn't even on the road to Calvary. He was just imagining the suffering involved in the obedience and he was stressed out. He was so stressed out, he was sweating blood. And you know what he says? Yet not my will, Father, but let your will be done. Wonder why... Jesus has become the name above all names, Lord of lords, King of kings, and every name above name that has been named, principalities above powers and above dominions. Wonder why? Because of one sentence. Lord, not my will, but let your will be done. Do you know, do you know that Jesus could have not gone to the cross? Because Jesus had free will. Jesus could have rebelled against what his father said. You know that, right? He just didn't automatically come and say it was not like robotic or something. He was like you and me. But he just knew that he was going to have to die. Imagine, imagine you having a purpose of not driving a Rolls Royce, having a, not a purpose living in a good mansion, not having a purpose of enjoying a great meal with your friends, but having a purpose to die for your friends. Imagine you knowing that all your life. And imagine you still deciding to go forth with it and not just running away. That's what Christ did. Not my will, Father, but still let your will be done. Submission involved suffering. And it involves for you too. Disagreed with the worship leader. Disagree with the lead pastor, disagree with my mother, my brother, my sister, the person who is weak in faith, my father. Lord, I disagree with you, but still you are called to absolute obedience. There is no way out of it. And if you still choose to rebel, there is a cost. There is a cost for every single rebellion. Remember when Israelites came into the promised land? They rebelled against God by not driving the Ammonites, the Jebusites, the Amorites. They did not drive them out. And what did God say? Now these guys will become a snare for you because you have chosen not to completely be submission, submitted towards me, but in your great wisdom, apparently, you have chosen to keep them in your house. Now, fine, let them be your snares. And guess what? That's exactly what happens. Solomon divides those two kingdoms. Solomon's rebellion divides those two kingdoms. You know why Solomon rebelled? Because of the woman he married. Guess who these women are? The woman that they did not drive out. Rebellion will cost you at every single level. Rebellion will cost you. It will cost you reputation, it will cost you grace, it will cost you God, because God opposes the proud. And you need to understand that every single person is called to do what they want to do. Let me say that again, you are purposed to do something else, you are purposed to do whatever you have to do, but you are called to choose what you want to do. God says, hey, you know what, I am not going to control you like a puppet. You have the power to choose. Therefore, you, have, you are now what you have become not what you are supposed to be. Therefore, the greatest lie that can ever be told, hey, is this is who I am. Why? Growth requires change. This is not who you are. This is who you have become. And what you have become is not indeed fully perfect. Therefore, you need to what? Overcome. See, if you need to do... If you need to climb a mountain, you need to overcome that mountain. Right? If you need to become, you need to overcome. For you to become like Christ, absolutely like Christ, you have to overcome quite a lot of things. And I'm not sure if you would say, hey, I have now in my journey of as a believer have completely come to a place where I am in the perfect identity with Christ, aligning with everything that he is doing and I am just like Christ and you know Christ can't say any different. If that's who you are, wow. I'm going to say liar. But if that's not who we are, because I am not, I am still called to change. And I can never say this is who I am, because this is not what I want to be. I want to be like Christ. And what should I say? Christ in me, the hope of glory. So I want to be like Christ. Therefore, I am called to change every day. Control myself in every way. Control my behavior in every, in, uh, every day. And what else should I do? Be like Christ and suffer, not for the reputation of me, but for the benefit of others. And that's what you and I are called for. Submission requires suffering. Submission requires suffering. And uh, I just like to underline this whole topic today by saying, the moment we take offense it's in disagreement, if if you if your leader says something and you disagree with him and then you're suddenly very offended, you have closed yourself completely. You have closed yourself completely to another perspective. You have closed yourself completely to another way of thinking. You have closed yourself completely. And And this is an opportunity for me and for you. I don't know if some of you are offended, but the Bible calls you to absolutely, absolutely obey your leaders, submit to your leaders, church leaders, secular leaders, Fathers, mothers, honor them because they have been placed divinely over you. Why? Because of a reason. They might not have more knowledge than you, but they are still your leaders. They are still higher than you. They are still greater than you. And if you are actually greater than what you actually think you are, you would automatically be obedient in your disagreement without force. You would be obedient in your disagreement, even in your disagreement without force. Why? That is what submission calls for. That is what humility lives to do. And I am sure it is painful for us. As painful as it is for Jesus Christ in that Garden of Gethsemane. And yet let not my will be done Father, but your will. I hope that this has been challenging to you. You know why? Because if you humble yourself, if you don't let me, let me phrase this. If you don't exercise humility, God will bring humiliation over you. But if you do exercise humility, everybody else will be humiliated. Why? Because now God has to give grace to the humble. God has to give grace to you. And you know what grace does? It gives you opportunities. You know what else grace does? It, it exalts you like David was exalted. David was a shepherd. Samuel was like, a person who was not to be. Samuel was not going to be born. Are you understanding? Elijah, when he went to meet Elisha, he said, Elisha, follow me. And Elisha was a rich man, guys. He had, he had a farm, he had a parent, he had everything that he needed. And he said, Elisha, follow me. He said, wait, let me go till my mom and come. No, brother, just follow me. You know what Elisha did? Did not even go back home. Followed Elijah, and you know what else he did? For so many years, just washed the hands of Elijah. What was the result of that humility and suffering? Because he must be wanting to be pushed and unleashed in his full potential. But then what did that bring him to? Double anointing. Double power. Double energy. And then what happened? He had a mantle more powerful than his leaders. Why? Graced because of his humility. What happened to that other guy, that servant, who resisted what Elijah said and still went and to go and get the gifts from that king uh, Naman? God resisted that guy, opposed him, therefore got leprosy. Bible is for humility and you are called to humility. Pride God opposes. If you are proud, God is opposing you. And every rebellion done in pride because of pride has a cost. I don't want you to bear that cost. Enjoy your life and see you on Sunday. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you for listening to this message. We trust that it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to project you into your fullest calling by strengthening your spirit to do everything you were created to do. It is your continued love, support and partnership with Eagle Mount Church and Pastor Sharath Yelasiri that makes these messages possible. For more information and to find out how you can partner with us, visit www.eaglemount.in. That's www.eaglemount.in. See you for the next episode. Until then, soar on!